This is Ready, Set, Workflow, a show about how to actually get things done in business, software development, startups, and life. We are your hosts, Caitlin, Katie, and Tosh. And on today's episode, we will be talking all things conferences, which ones we've gone to, what we love about them. I'll probably be talking about what I hate about them. And yeah, we're just going to talk everything related to conferences today. But before we get started with conferences, obviously, we have to start with the question of the day. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys have been following the news, but Adnan, the main character in Serial, was released just the other day. So I feel like we should do a question of the day in relation to that. So today's Mm. question of the day is, do you believe in our criminal justice system? Oh, wow. I'm just kidding. That's not today. That's not the question. (laughs) I was like, I passed. (laughs) (laughs) got deep real quick today's question of the day is more related to serial because i feel like serial was kind of the first podcast that really took podcasting to a whole new level of like listener engagement so today's question of the day is what podcast or podcasts have you been listening to lately obviously besides ours (laughs) much easier phew i've been listening to how'd she do that which I think I told you both about, but it is a show facilitated by a woman and she answers that question every week. So she typically interviews like entrepreneurs and just women that have gone really far in their career, a lot of influencers, all all types of successful women. Um, and it's really good. It's really pleasant, really motivating. Highly recommend. Awesome. Katie, what podcast have you been listening to lately? That's a good one. I haven't actually ever listened to that one, but I'll take a listen. I have been listening to My Favorite Murder a lot. And it's really strange because it's usually when I can't sleep in the middle of the night, I'll turn it on, which then results in some really strange dreams. So I don't recommend doing that. But I did last night, actually, in the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep, turned on the latest serial update. It was like a 16 minute Mm -hmm. update podcast that they had, but that's, I guess my main one that I've been listening to, which is related to serial. Cause I do think that that launched, especially a lot of the like murder mystery obsession that people have. Definitely like the true crime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. Awesome. People love that murder podcast. I have not necessarily dove in as deeply, but. People love that. You should watch Only Murders in the Building if you haven't. What is that? It's a show. It's Hulu. It's Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, and... Selena Gomez? Yeah. What a cast. (laughs) Um, Steve Martin? And they they like... Martin Short is the other one. So yeah. Oh. (laughs) Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez. Yeah. And they like solve murder in their building and make a podcast about it. And it's hilarious. There are two I think there's two seasons now. Highly recommend. Wait, is it Uh it's a fake show? Yes, it's fiction. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like, are they all living in the same building and solving things? The three of them did not solve a real murder. No. <laughs> Lena Gomez, oh. so talented. Mm-hmm. That is hilarious. Tosh, what's your podcast? Yeah, so I've been listening to two. Um, they're very different. I've been listening to All Fantasy Everything, which is hilarious. It's like these comedians come in and draft fantasy teams of everything. So it's like pop culture or just like like mundane, like day-to-day things. And they just like do a live feed of them drafting. Like I, the last one I listened to was like airports. Like they weren't drafting like actual airports, but like airport things, like the airport bar and stuff like that. Mm. And I legit like laugh out loud when I'm listening to that one. <laughs> so that's my like when I want to be entertained podcast. Mm. And then when I want to like be motivated or I don't know, like work on my emotional intelligence, I listen to We Can Do Hard Things but um, with Glennon Doyle. She hosts it with her wife, Abby Wambach, and her sister. Um, and they just like, they interview people. They talk about like, just like real life things that can be difficult. And, and I find it pretty real and inspiring sometimes. So <laughs> two sides of the spectrum. Nice. I've not heard yeah. of that one. It's good. I really enjoy it. I have to check out the fantasy one. Yeah, I remember you talking about it before. And I haven't listened to it yet. That's not a middle of the night one because I think it would keep me up laughing. So that'll be my daytime podcast. There you go. Yeah. Murders at night. Only murders at night. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Love it. All right. So as Tosh mentioned today, we're going to talk about all things conferences. And part of the reason that it came up for us recently is I think I think we're right at the start of the kind of conference kickoff season. We had HubSpot had their inbound conference at the beginning of September. And this week, Dreamforce took place up in San Francisco, which is Salesforce. Big conference. I don't know if you guys have heard. Have you guys heard any updates around Dreamforce? Do you know anybody that went? Yes, I do know people who who are there. Have not heard anything. Haven't heard like any surprise celebrities or anything yet. I was checking Twitter and I saw like nothing exciting. I don't know anyone who's there, but it didn't seem that exciting. Yeah. Like some kind of genie, Salesforce genie that was like. A genie? Like a genie in a bottle? Exactly. Like I'm like, do you get three wishes? I don't know. Was Christina Aguilera there? That's the real question. (laughs) I think Bono was there. I, I, I think the musical act was what? Red Hot Chili Peppers? I did get related to our last week's uh podcast i did get a snapchat from a friend who sent me i think it was red hot chili peppers last night so snapchat's yeah. still alive folks mm-hmm. still a thing Good alive at dreamforce snapchat <laughs> yeah so with the conferences i actually was supposed to attend dreamforce this year but with a recent change of job jobs loss of jobs. There really wasn't a reason for me to attend anymore, but it got me thinking about the reasons why to attend a conference or the reasons why I was thinking about attending in the first place. So I'm curious to hear from you guys what those kind of top things are that would get you to attend a conference or what you think would be most important 
but then would maybe spark your interest of, I should probably go to this. I mean, 100% red hot chili peppers. I haven't seen them live. <laughs> so you haven't I really want to. No, I haven't. I, I really want to. I missed them the year they were at Kaboo. So obviously, yeah, a band, huge draw for me. But would it be a $1,200? That'd be a $1,200 concert ticket to uh, go see Chili Peppers. You get a lot of swag too. Oh, speaking of swag, I came across this article (laughs) in prepping for this podcast where somebody went to try and dress only in all the swag that he got from the conference. (laughs) But unfortunately, and I'll have to come back and quote the article or link to it, but he only got two pairs of socks, a shirt and a hat. But he's out there yeah. looking for swag pants. Um, so if anybody has swag pants, I'll uh, send you to that article. Yeah, people don't really make pants. There's really no swag pants. It's unpopular swag. Not- yeah, I'm wearing company distributed pants yeah. as swag. Because chances are they're sweatpants. And that is inappropriate. <laughs> like, maybe, like, no, absolutely not. We should Hard have pass. a podcast around swag, company swag, and what is on <laughs> and off limits. Coming soon. Right? Coming soon. Um, So some of the reasons that I was looking at and why I've attended some of the conferences in the past are just around, it really is around the entertainment and the speakers. That's what's drawn me in before. I feel like a lot of the panels and things like that are just companies, you know, either the company that's putting the conference on just trying to share. I mean, I guess that's the goal is for them to share how other companies are using it. But for me, it just seems like I don't really learn necessarily anything from those, but it's really around the speakers that are there, maybe some of the panels and then the entertainment. And then, of course, I guess the networking side of it is really where you can have some of the value of the conference. Those are I think those are really the reasons why I was planning to attend Dreamforce and why I have attended a couple conferences in the past. Is there anything else you guys would add to that? I definitely agree with the speakers. You know, you you can always watch the talks later, but, you know, online or on YouTube or whatever. But I think being there is cool and seeing someone present live is cool, especially when it's like, you know, big name people in the industry that you've heard of before you know, that's way more exciting than watching it on YouTube. And then, yeah, the the networking piece is always fun. There's always lots of events. And yeah, I think it's a fun time overall. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's mostly about the energy of attending. I've attended, attended, right? Like when you use that word loosely, virtual conferences. And it's, I mean, also then I like just don't attend. I just like, I try to watch one thing live and I'm just like, ugh, this is the worst. And so I think like that energy and like the conversation that gets started after you see a speaker or meet someone, you know, you're talking to someone. I think like that that's like where the value is. It's more about the connections at conferences versus like the actual content. Obviously like they're hyping it up as like an educational experience. And that's how like they think they convince employers to send their employees but yeah for me it's like the connection and the energy yep yeah I remember so I went to a couple of years ago I went to the Qualtrics x4 conference and I mean really the big draw for me was the speakers it was Oprah it was Barack Obama and the performer was Imagine Dragons. They have Tony Hawk set up with a 
a skate ramp where him and a bunch of skaters do all of these tricks and they have all of the, you know what I mean? And like, those are the things that I remember. And I took a ton of notes when I was listening to Oprah and Obama and things that I still reference to this day. I could not tell you a single one of the outbreak, you know, breakout sessions that I went to related to Qualtrics. I probably couldn't speak to any of that, but I could definitely speak to what the speakers were talking about. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought you were going to say outbreak. And I was like, Katie, that's what happened when COVID first hit. Ah, Speaking of COVID though, it is really interesting. I don't know if we're actually post pandemic now, that's for a topic for another day, but I also imagine that, or I wonder how conferences have changed now kind of post post COVID where people are, you know, getting back in person. Um, And also there's those hybrid conferences and whether that's actually successful or not. Dreamforce looks regular to me. (laughs) Yeah. It looked very normal based on the pictures Mm -hmm. that I saw. There's, I don't think there was masks or tests or anything like that required. So in that sense, I suppose we're in the post pandemic world of conferences now. Hopefully. I had to go to a trade show in like a year ago. So 2021. Yeah. And you just had to show proof of vaccine and be masked. So like, that was weird. And I think it does detract because it's just, it's, it's harder to like, no one knows if you're smiling under your mask, which Mm -hmm. is also nice because no one knows if you're scowling, but like, (laughs) it's hard to build. So it's like, like, hi, like you have to like physically like wave at someone. I don't know. So I think, yeah, for conferences, they really make the most sense post pandemic for all the reasons that we've already talked about. Agreed. Which conferences have you guys attended in the past? I've been to, um, I've been to RailsConf a couple times. That's like small in comparison to these giant ones. So it's all Ruby on Rails, the framework slash program language related. And that I looked it up. That was 1600 people last year, but it still feels big or that level still feels big when you're there. There's, it's not a single track conference. So you can still choose what you go to. But then I've also been to AWS reInvent, which is 60,000, six zero people. And it's in Vegas and it's crazy because they take, they, they take over multiple hotels and casinos and there's like buses to get you back and forth, or you can try to walk. But we all know when you try to walk places in Vegas, it takes like an hour (laughs) to like get across the street. Vegas blocks. Yeah. Seriously. So I think I did walk the whole time I was there. I just didn't travel that far. So it was like, I'm going to stay at these three casinos and <laughs> not go to any talks far away because I didn't want to get on the bus. So yeah, I've done small and enormous. I feel like the Rails Conf one, I haven't been, but when people got back from that, it was like, they were like, re- they were like legit, like releasing or at least talking about things that were going to be released. Yeah. So I think like those ones are a little bit more like technical and you can get probably some more mm-hmm. information and like things that are super relevant to like your day-to-day job. Yeah. Versus, you know, the more like awe inspiring ones, I guess, that people are trying to create with like these crazy keynote speakers and performances and all of that. Right. The AWS one reInvent is insane. They literally announce like 20 new offerings a day. It's wow. crazy. And it, you'll be like, how did they invent? like 200 things in the past year. <laughs> did they reinvent? 
yeah they just it's one thing after another of them like announcing these like surprise launches so yeah that is crazy need to get ready apparently to be able to handle this on the dev side like perfect they don't get leaked out no no album leaks wow they i mean the year i was there it was just one thing after another like i would see some of them live and then i would hear you know via whatever twitter or whatever or the conference homepage that you know something else was released while i was in a different session (laughs) is it exciting a release is like that exciting yeah yeah, it was yeah. Seeing like the big the big like keynotes announce the big things is exciting. Um and then also going to like the smaller talks is cool too, because it's like, you know, a person that maybe doesn't work at AWS that's just using AWS or you know, a person from a random company at RailsConf using Rails to solve some problem that again is way more exciting to hear in person than watch on YouTube later while you're, you know, not probably not paying attention. <laughs> Yeah, true. I haven't, I don't, I was like thinking about it and I was like, I don't think I've been to an external conference. I've been to internal conferences, like our national sales meeting and stuff like that, where it's kind of a similar idea. You know, you're talking about what's going to be happening in the upcoming year. It's all about networking, I think, but with, it's more of an internal type of networking. Like you're able to see people that you normally don't you know, kind of align strategy goals, all of that kind of stuff. But I don't think I've been to like a legit external conference. I should just crash one. I walk by shows. the convention center all the time. Yeah. yeah. Just trade shows. <laughs> just a random one. You're going to just walk up. What's today? Yeah. I wonder, is there like a product management one? Product con, but yeah. it is, a, it's one of those hybrid ones. I feel like it's, maybe it'll go. I think they did have an in-person part earlier this year but yeah, i went to it it was up in san francisco uh, but it was strange the hybrid is i don't think that it's as successful i yeah. think a conference in person is the way to do it or completely virtual the hybrid is just a little strange you got to be like fully committed to being there the whole time it's like having a bachelorette party locally it's like everyone goes home at night you're not really like in bachelorette party mode where oh yeah you can't do that yeah that's like a hybrid that is amazing yeah that's a great analogy yeah you need to get on a plane and stay in a hotel and be like fully committed like this is your life for four days and you're just send it yeah Yeah. send it yeah full send oh yeah you've got to go into it kind of upset that you have to spend so much money to get to this bachelorette party but then it's the best time of your life <laughs> exactly like, i'm gonna drink all of the mimosas yeah all of them give them to me yeah yeah i just had a conversation with a friend yesterday about she has to fly to miami the it's the weekend of thanksgiving for the bachelorette party oh, God. <laughs> i think that should be illegal yeah that's not very nice Although AWS reInvent, I'm pretty sure is the week after Thanksgiving. So they're pretty much doing the same thing there. Yeah. (laughs) Like nobody wants to get on a plane Monday morning and fly to Vegas after eating for four days, in my opinion. I'd do it. (laughs) I mean, I guess I did it. (laughs) Any excuse, any excuse to go to Vegas. (laughs) Caitlin, you mentioned walking, speaking of Vegas and walking those blocks. What do you guys feel about conference attire Mm. well the tech ones are always casual (laughs) 
yeah. um, like very casual. And obviously like the developers or engineers that are there are probably going to be pretty casual in jeans. I think I always wore like, I don't know, business casual, but jeans. So like mm. jeans, it was always, always fall, it seems. Boots. <laughs> yeah. My typical flannels. Fall attire. No, did you say sandals? No, I said flannels. Oh, flannels. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely no sandals. Wear, I would never wear a sandal to a conference. <laughs> not a sandal? Not even a fancy, a fancy sandal? One. No. Like a Tory Burch? No. No. Why? I don't know. No toes exposed? No toes at conferences. <laughs> oh, okay. So no let's get into that. What's not allowed at the conference? And Caitlin, it's toes. Sweatpants. So yeah, sweatpants, swag, sweatpants, sweatpants, and heels. toes. Yeah, no heels. I don't think you should wear yoga pants. I think you gotta like, you know, look like you've left the house recently. <laughs> what about yoga pants with like a sweater and boots? Okay, maybe if your sweater is long. <laughs> fashion tips with Caitlin. You're not conference like fashion. Picking. Yeah, if you're not apple picking. You're not apple yeah. picking. It's a good point. Uh-oh. Is that what you wear apple picking? Of course. I'm assuming. Yes, so. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I've never been, but that's what I would wear. Flannel yoga pants and boots. So swap the I, yoga pants for jeans if you're going to a conference. I think most conferences are like business. I don't think there's a business conference. Actually, I bet. I think I know when my dad goes to like an accounting <laughs> uh, conference. And I think there you probably have to wear like maybe like a button down yeah really still in this day and age they're not like the chillest you know they're not Mm. tech dudes true but i think like most of the time you're sitting for a long period of time like listening either sitting and listening or walking somewhere so i think like yeah business casual makes sense just jeans and a nice shirt definitely comfortable shoes because yeah i think you are sitting for a long time, but then you always end up walking more or standing around talking to people more than you think you're going yeah. to. Yeah. Especially walking the expo floor. Yes. If you're going around. Those things are huge. Yeah. Can be. Yep. I also decided post-COVID, no one ever has to wear heels ever again if they don't want to for any event. I think that's true. Yeah. I second it. Yeah. I'll add it to my list of camp campaign promises i yeah i don't think i've worn heels since then i also had a baby during covid and none of my shoes fit anymore (laughs) so the heels have not been replaced wow (laughs) yeah when's the last time you guys wore heels 2019 yep i think mine was even before that (laughs) i think i gave up heels i didn't i gave up heels before pre-pandemic there yeah can we talk about what we don't like about conferences yes absolutely tosh can you please tell us what you don't (laughs) like about conferences i just think they've gotten to be too much Hmm. in what way i mean just i think it's like almost like this hyped up version where we've also said like it's more about like networking and everything else and seeing like these keynotes Versus like actually going to a conference hosted by a product to learn anything about it. And it just comes across like some, I don't know, just, it's just over the top for me. Like, why are you having red hot chili peppers play? Like, 
I get it. It's cool. But what value are you providing to people? But it does then make it seem like this cool event, I guess. But I don't know. It's It doesn't seem cool. It's mm. like a conundrum to me. I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy to think about how much money is spent over like a three-day period. Yeah. Just renting hotels, out spaces. Yeah. The flights to get there. I mean, you obviously have to eat. You're mm-hmm. going to be drinking. Like, you're going to be drinking. There's so many, so much cost that goes into, yeah, obviously a cool experience, but it just, it just seems over the top at this point to me. Yeah. You're definitely paying for those things and you're right. But now I think the cities all rely on all of these conferences too, Mm, right? The hotels are raising their prices. They've, the city now like knows that this influx of revenue is going to come in across the board. It's, it's, I feel like it's now part like more than just right for that business. It's now impacted everything beyond the business as well. Yeah. I mean, people try and bid to get conferences by people in mean yeah. cities, cities, right? Convention mm-hmm. centers bid to get conferences, I guess. Yeah. Which just shows the conference itself is, has turned into a business. Right. It's not. Yeah. Like the smaller ones, like RailsConf, where people are like showing you how to use the new releases or practical ways of applying parts of it. Like that to me makes sense. And I'm sure it comes with like, which, with a much lower price tag. But yeah, it's the conference itself is now its own, its own thing. Yeah. It's just a big event. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a big event. Estimated 40 million revenue for San Francisco from Dreamforce. Wow. 40 million. Yeah. Hmm. That is crazy. Yeah. That made me think though, uh, I was going to say, have you guys ever been to a non-work conference? The one that Comic-Con. comes, yeah, the one that comes to mind is obviously Comic Con because we're from San Diego. But I have never been. I've been near it and like on the s- streets when it's happening. I've done like a bar crawl, but I have not been. I've never purchased a ticket. I've been to the Great American Beer Festival, and I feel like it's kind of similar, right? Is that a conference? I don't know what the definition of a conference is. Maybe we should have started with that. It has yeah. to have con in the name. <laughs> Okay, fine. Well, I've been to the Great American Beer Conference. (laughs) Fair enough. I went to Comic-Con. I did not buy tickets, but good friend always seems to have some Mm. great work perks. But you went Um, inside. You were- And went inside. And I was like walking around, had no idea what was happening because it's not really like my scene necessarily. (laughs) Then everyone started crowding around this like one little booth and taking pictures. And I was like, what is going on? Who is that? And it was Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. Ah, like, nice. yeah, the inventor of like Marvel. And I was like, no clue. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So it was, it's a little wasted, but it is. I mean, that also for San Diego is obviously a huge generator of income as well. Right. Like, I mean, you've been to, we've all been to the bars during Comic-Con and it is, it's just pandemonium. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's great people watching. It is the best probably the best people watching I've ever seen. <laughs> and I actually kind of like Comic-Con more than I like these business ones because it's people who like love all of the stuff related to comics. And I don't know, I feel like it's kind mm. of like transcendent now to like, yeah, like fantasy stuff, like whatever, like Game that whole genre. And, yeah. 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 It's like a conference for passion. Exactly. Mm. And like people 
like legit go there to like see like people that write comics and people that they like care about and characters and all of that kind of stuff versus like getting sent by your company to go listen to a couple talks and see Tony Hawk throw a 900. I don't know. Feels less, less holistic. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys if you would go unemployed, would you go to a conference, a tech conference? Mm, probably not just because the cost yeah. is so much. I mean, you'd, you'd be paying for flights, hotels, meals, transportation and the ticket which is probably anywhere from a few hundred to a couple thousand so I probably would not I don't know what conference I would even go to right if I'm trying to think like oh I want to go and like be a part of the energy and network with people in a similar industry again like I haven't seen a great product conference and then like I think it's easier to go when to conferences when you're in a role and you're using a specific framework you know, tool, something like that, where it's like relevant to your day-to-day role versus like, I'm just going to show up to the sales to Dreamforce, you know, like, I don't know what I would be able to get out of that and like then apply to my life. Right. Would you, Katie? I don't think so. Not unemployed, but brings me to my last question for you guys. Pro conference or no conference? Going first, I'm pro-conference. I think that there's some things that you can only achieve from a conference. And I'm all about seeing some of these speakers that otherwise I'd probably never see. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I've always had a really good time there as much as I've like been like, I have so much work to do. I don't want to be here. Once I'm there, I'm pretty happy about it. And they're fun. You meet tons of people. I would recommend. I don't know. I'm torn. Like I would go if I had the opportunity. I just would probably feel not great about it the whole time. Fair enough. Just like look around and be like a little cringe, but yeah. But I do stuff like that all the time, anyways. <laughs> That's fair. But if it's in Vegas, yes, it's in Vegas. Your company's paying for you to go. I'm in. The Chili Peppers so- are playing. Mm-hmm. We got her. Yeah, the AWS rented out Top Golf when I was there. Sold. It's like a great, great night. <laughs> I love Top Golf. Obsessed. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, see you guys at reInvent. <laughs> yep. Seriously, gotta get a job first. More on that later. True. All right. Thanks everyone for listening to our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed us talking about all things conferences. If you did, feel free to leave us a review or share this episode with your friends. You can also check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Ready Set Workflow. And please don't hesitate to tell us which topics you would like us to cover in future episodes. See you next week.